Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hi, and welcome to today's episode where I'll talk about how to achieve financial wellness. Now you're probably thinking, oh, not another term in relation to wellness. And to a certain extent, you're right. I mean, the concept of mental wellness and physical wellness are pretty well known. But what is perhaps less well known is the concept of financial wellness and what it actually means. And when you think of us as human beings, we're multifaceted. Myself, for example, I'm me, I'm a daughter, I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a cousin, I'm a friend, and there's so many different aspects to our lives as well. There's the the person we need to be in the workplace, even during work time and then outside work time if we socialise with our colleagues. There's the the friend um, person that we, we are and that we want to be. There's the parents that we want to be and sometimes the one we need to be, depending on what our kids are up to. So there's, there's so many different aspects to who we are. And to think that it, our lives can be sort of more one-dimensional is unrealistic, really. And wellness in itself is really a way just to make us feel well and a little more whole in this multifaceted world we live in. It's not meant to signify happiness or fulfillment, or those are things that are worth aspiring to, but they're also very individual to each person. So what makes one person happy might make someone else very unhappy. And so if the answer to wellness is so unique to each person, how can we possibly expect to ever achieve it? Well, like most things, there are certain fundamentals that we can all apply. For instance, mental wellness is achieved when we eat well, sleep well, drink enough water, limit our alcohol consumption, and do the things that make us feel happy. Physical wellness has certain fundamentals as well. For some people, physical wellness means being able to walk to the shops every day, or it could mean training for a marathon, or even just practicing a particular sport, doing yoga regularly, or generally doing some form of physical activity that makes us feel good. Keeping our bodies and minds strong is the basis of wellness, but what can override this incredibly quickly is financial stress. And we don't get on top of this soon enough, then we will probably stop focusing on our physical wellness and our mental wellness will also start to suffer. Now, the last couple of years have been incredibly stressful in so many ways, and the financial aspect has been a pretty common theme throughout all of that. So the lack of, the change, the adaptability, now inflation, um, potential increases in interest rates. There's there's a lot of things to create anxiety um, and that can then lead to stress in the body, which impacts our wellness. So what can we do then to minimize the chances of feeling financially stressed? This is where the one small thing approach comes in. And when it comes to money, there is a lot of avoidance and overwhelm that comes as a cycle and the perception that it's going to be hard and confronting or even boring. And the thing is, it doesn't have to be. 
Like most things, at first the unknown may feel like it's going to be difficult. But once you get into it and start to see results, those hard things become easy. You'll check things off your list, the one small thing at a time, and you'll move on to the next. And then you'll look back and wonder why you ever thought that it was going to be so hard. Mostly, the hardest part is actually starting. (laughs) The ideas and the perceptions that we have in our heads often hold us back so much that we don't even want to do that first thing, even though it could be really simple. Just press the first note on the keyboard of a piano, and then the next, and then the next, and you have a chord. So I know I I am oversimplifying it to a certain extent, but it is possible to, to solve problems in this way as well. So when you see a large problem and that you want to solve, so for instance, your money, I mean, might have to be a little bit more specific, but we'll keep it broad for now. The best way to resolve a problem that seems insurmountable is to take bite-sized chunks out and solve one part of the bigger problem, then the next part, and then the next. And before you know it, you might have solved, not quite solved the big problem, well, then again, you might as well, but you're a heck of a lot closer than you would have been if you had done nothing. So doing something is almost always better than doing nothing when it comes to trying to fix your money problems or fix the things within anything in your life to help you become well or whole. And if you don't start somewhere, you're going to just stay stuck. And that's likely going to make the problem bigger and bigger over time. So start taking bite-sized chunks of the problem before that happens. The one small thing approach sounds so simple. And quite often, though, there is a need for help to understand what that first one small thing is that you should start with. But if you start thinking about just one small thing that you can do, even if it's just getting your paperwork all in one place, because at the moment you might have it scattered in multiple places, or it might even be somewhat hidden so that you don't have to see it every day, even though you know it's there. And another idea could be, as a thing, could be to automate paying your bills, especially things like your mobile phone and internet bills, even possibly your electricity, water and insurance bills. Pick one bill a day to set up a direct debit with, and then you can focus your attention on the things that will really shift your money dial. So on that, some of the ideas for you to look at, if they're relevant for you, that are more game-changing as your one small thing, once you've gotten rid of some of the really little things, you can start to firstly review your budget and look at where you can strip out unnecessary fat. Do you really need all the streaming services that you might have? Do you really need some of the gear that you buy for a particular hobby? I'm not saying don't spend any money on it, but perhaps either stretch it out or maybe not so, or limit it. It's really dependent upon your own situation. Start to carve up your income in a more deliberate way and put percentages that work for you. I won't be too specific here yet. And put them like a percentage for a rainy day, a certain percentage away for investing, put a certain percentage away for fun because we do need a fun fund and possibly also a percentage for your kids. And that depends on what you want to be able to help them with in the future, potentially some further study or you might want to help them with their first car. And the reason I'm using percentages is because if your income fluctuates, depending on what it is that you do, 
it will still be the same percentage or portion of your income. So you don't have to go, oh, I don't have that $10 this month. might have $8 because that's what the percentage then allows. It just makes it a bit easier and because everything will always add up to 100%. The next thing could be looking up what your current superannuation balance is and using one of the government, the Australian government's money smart um, calculators to figure out how much you will then have in retirement. And you can use a different one of the money smart calculators to figure out how much superannuation you actually want to have in retirement because there may be a gap between those two. And then once you have those two figures, you can figure out if there's a gap or a difference between what you will actually have at the current trajectory and what you want to have. Now, if you, if you will end up with more, sweet, you don't have to worry about it. But if you're in your current trajectory, you're going to end up with less then you will have to do something about that. And the sooner the better. See if you can adjust your budget to allow you to top up your super, if necessary, either by salary sacrificing more into your super, which you'll need to talk to your employer about, or you can pay after-tax contributions into your super fund. But there's a note here. Be sure to notify your super fund if you intend to claim a tax deduction for any after-tax contributions. That's quite important. And then... A final idea is to set up an investing account, even if it's a micro-investing account, and start putting little bits away. Remember that percentage I mentioned above for investing? That's what you're going to do with it. So these are just some of the more game-changing one small things that you can do, and they might sound quite a lot, but if you actually think about it, it's they're, they're quite chunked down pieces, and you can even chunk it further down if you want to. Because sometimes you might not have even logged into your superannuation account before or you haven't set up online registration. So the first step for them might be set up online registration. I have the app on my phone, so I literally just you know, click on the app, put in my PIN code, and bingo, there's my balance. But if you haven't done that, that might be your first step. So just figure out what works for you to achieve those and you can chunk it down even further if necessary. So once again, wellness is about wholeness, and so there must be a balance between your mental, physical, and financial selves. Neglecting one for too long can cause you to feel unbalanced, which eventually leads to overwhelm, which leads to procrastination, which creates even more imbalance, then overwhelm, then procrastination, etc. You can see where this is going. The wonderful thing is you can start to do something to break this cycle today by doing one small thing. Now, you knew that was going. So you, remember, you are in charge of the decisions and choices that you make. So choose to do one small thing starting today. <laughs>